What's up everybody and welcome to Primed and Ready, the official PWE podcast. I will say the full name every single time because that's what it's called on every single platform. I am your host, as always, Mr. Jake Gray, and I am joined today by the one and the only Mr. Ryan Ace. Hello. Hello, Jake. Hello, people listening, and thank you very much for having me on. My pleasure. Well, I say my pleasure. You slapped me on the last show. Just want to point that out. I did. I did. That was very, uh, very fun for me to do. <laughs> Feels like a build-up of time, and I just had to come out there, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah, I got the feeling everybody just wants to slap me at some point of their lives. So uh, I think you just like got all of it out in one one little burst there. I'm just living everyone's fantasy, you know, just slapping Jake Gray. <laughs> so. <laughs> If that's anybody's fantasy, just come see me, I'll let you do it. Anyway, um, (laughs) so I just want to quickly talk about, uh, well, actually, first of all, sorry for a lack of episodes. Um, It's been a bit of a hectic time. Um, I think Ryan will say wholeheartedly that we hate four-week gaps between shows. Um, Oh, I hate it. It's it's, so much. It's stressful, it's not enough time. If you could have just every month be five weeks, that would be amazing, but that's not it's possible. It's incredible how much that one extra week makes a massive difference. It's crazy how much, and I, I yeah. didn't even realise. I've been doing um, overtime at work, so um, I, I work four days a week, but I can work mm-hmm. six, and I was like, right, working six again this week, and then it wasn't until, I think it was Nick put in our group chat, oh, the show's this Saturday. Where did that come from? And I was like, oh, good, good thing I didn't accept overtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, imagine. <laughs> I'd be going with my manager being like, so, remember how I said I could work? I can't anymore. Got to be awful, that. One thing uh, that so, yeah. never miss a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll break my streak of seeing every single match that Prime has ever put on. Um, yeah, well, exactly. Can't so, uh, yeah, we we'll, more episodes will be coming. Uh, we'll get to that at the end of the broadcast. Um, but we had a show um, about a, just about a month ago. Uh, I think went about off that. with uh, with a pretty pretty well. It was a very very good show. I will say, we had some. Uh, I'd say so. We had some very decent people on the card. <laughs> nudge nudge, Ryan. God. It was a very interesting experience for me because it was the uh, the first time in Prime that I went solo on the uh, on the old commentaroonies. Yeah, which was a very strange experience at first because like I would <laughs> I was still setting lines up and then I was like, oh, I've got to do the punchline myself. Uh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> which was please don't you give a Joey Styles oh my god on it. Oh, I can't capture his. Oh my god! Like, like, I, that's the one thing I've never liked about Joey Styles. I'm sorry, Joey, if you're listening. I know you are. <laughs> like, I'll do a good. Oh my god! But like, a, yeah, I'm not a massive fan of that. It sounds like Gilbert Godfrey, and I'm not a big fan of that sound. Um, Fair. Fair <laughs> I, I, I found miraculously that my my go to whenever something happens is "Good Lord." That's what I shout. I, <laughs> I don't know why. It's just something that's naturally occurred. Amazing. Does it always be followed with uh, he's been broken in half? <laughs> I, I will say, and this is for, for the layperson who 
isn't yeah. really well versed in professional wrestling and all that stuff. Um, there is one line I always say because I find it so hilarious, and I know for a fact every time I say it, it will pop anybody who is inside <laughs> wrestling circles. Whenever someone takes a bump on the apron, I always say, Oh my god, it's the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> uh, I've noticed that every podcast I listen to uh, that, that you've done, you've always said that. So, and I do appreciate it and I pop every time I, I hear it as well. It's fantastic. <laughs> I will say, I will, like a, a good old apron bomb does look vicious, but I, uh, yeah, that's not people. Let's not peel the back of the, the curtain too far, but uh, let's just say it's 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 not as devastating as it looks. <laughs> well, to be fair, we've seen how our ring's set up. It's uh, I, I wouldn't be taking no bumps on the apron. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 I would take one flat on the apron, just maybe not on the corner. <laughs> true, true. Um, wait, speaking of ring, that was stressful yes. on the last show. We didn't have one until was... like an hour before the show. <laughs> Yeah, that was very very stressful. Um, yeah, for the people listening, um, when I put the show together, we had the lights, everything, the music set up, everything sorted. We had no ring until about an hour before doors, so it was literally all hands on deck when the ring finally arrived to to get it put up. And funny, we got to put up in like record time, I must say. Uh, hats off to Mickey um, Limerick. He absolutely blitzed that that ring set up. Like I've never seen a ring go up. Oh before. yeah. It was not just the beast insane. in the ring; he's the beast putting up the ring. <laughs> just incredible. He's just the beast of the ring. There we go. That's that's. He's just a, yeah. Well, I said the beast of the ring, and we've got to get uh, our ring announcer to announce it as that next time. <laughs> the ring beast. <laughs> I like it. I can see the merch already. I will. Say, I think he was still in that headspace when he took the ring down as well. Because did you see what happened when, when he took the ring down? No. <laughs> no. Do you know that little side door that we take all the stuff out from? Yeah. Well, he had a. Um, I'm assuming it was one of the uh, one of the corner posts. Right. Uh, okay. It was. You could hear the little chinking of the of the metal on metal as it was like being taken through, and then all of a sudden we just heard uh, like it, it was as if Stone Cold Steve Austin was entering the building. We heard glass shatter. <laughs> oh yes, I saw that when the uh, the light broke. Yeah, well, I thought it. Was, I, I thought you dropped his pint at first. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also very possible as well. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, he's gonna be so unhappy, and then I was like, oh, it's just a light, but ah, oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> just the venue that's gonna be unhappy about that. But at least the pint was still intact. I can the, confirm for everyone that's concerned about the pint's well-being, it was fine. But the funny thing was, when the like one one of the uh, the people who works in the venue saw what happened, they just laughed. Yeah, well, oh, that's it, yeah. we'll clean that up. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't what? too bothered. To be fair. So yeah, the uh, the the show last week, uh, last week. Geez, this isn't we aren't um, WWE yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, the show last month was uh, just a, a, incredible. I mean, Oliver Barrett, he held yes. that crowd in the palm of his hand. Like, um, he was I don't just spoil... incredible. Yes, he really was. Like, I don't want to spoil too much because obviously we eventually want these episodes to go out to broadcast so that you can watch them for yourselves. Um, yeah, yeah. Once, once we've got like full seasons together, we'll start like shopping them around, figure out what the best uh, option is for us, whether that's like you know internet or 
terrestrial well is terrestrial tv still a thing digital tv um it is actually still a thing actually because uh i did actually research that the other day funny enough oh so freeview is just now terrestrial tv okay freeview is terrestrial yeah so yeah. what however me whichever medium we end up throwing the show out into the wrestleverse will hopefully uh will hopefully get out to you guys at some point soon but yes Remember the night after WrestleMania where Reigns beat Undertaker and yes. he's holding the mic and every time he puts the mic up to his mouth, the crowd booed louder. Yeah, that happened with Oliver Barrett. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> he's the only person I've ever seen who, from one show to another, can be the most loved person on the show to the following show and get booed out of the building. Yeah. It's just like, insane. Me and me and Nick spoke about this on the last episode. Like, people, like, kids were actually crying that Barrett hit Mickey Limerick over the head with a chair. God. And then as soon as he came out with that chair, the, the crowd went nuclear. Yeah. And it was just yeah. so... It was like, I'm there on commentary trying to be professional being like, the crowd showed absolute disdain for this man. And in my head, I'm going, this is <laughs> like I was, I think this is like one of the good things about what what me and you, me and Nick do, and one of the downsides what you do is me and Nick can be backstage and just shout as loud as we want. This is cool. This is men. <laughs> yeah, which we no very much did slander. so. There's yeah. no one that pops more for Prime than us. <laughs> <laughs> legit, legit. Uh, but as soon as he hit with it, like he came out to save Mickey and uh, not going to spoil too much. But he came out and I looked at Nick and I was like, you know, you know, the crowd love him, you know, they eat him up. And as soon as that chair got hit and the crowd just instantly turned to them, it's like, right, we've got something here. <laughs> this is Yeah, meant. definitely, man. Well, um, it was someone else I want to touch on uh, very briefly. We had a comedian on the last show as well, Nathan Black. Yes. To much to everybody's surprise, including Ryan Ace, that was... Nathan Black's second match ever. I I was very surprised what? when I heard that. It's like, there's no, like, no I, way, no way. I but. was astounded. Like, he did such a good job. And granted, he was in the ring with some very good hands in Crashbo and, um, and Leon Slater. But, yeah, of course. Oh my God, he did so... I don't think anybody's had a good, a better second match ever. <laughs> nah, nah. I, I never had a good match up until like match 20 or something. So, and I still don't think I have good matches. You still matches think you've first. had a good match? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we both went for it. Yeah, <laughs> we both had the same punchline, I love it. But uh, as soon as, because um, he came out, he, he did his thing, did the promo, which was phenomenal, because he's absolutely amazing on the microphone as well. Um, I mean, it's what he does for a living. He just he he he, yeah. he literally spends his life behind a microphone. So it's well, yeah, it makes it. well. Actually, I rephrase that behind a microphone in front of a crowd. So you would think that he's very comfortable with it. But he is so good at it. Yeah, honestly, just absolutely unreal. This the soonest the full performance from the 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 the, the, the promo we cut at the beginning to his match. 
And for a second ever match, I thought someone was ribbing me when, when they said he only had two matches because <laughs> I just, just thought it was no way. But lo and behold, second ever match, and honestly, did absolutely incredible. It was so, so good. Dude nailed it. Dude nailed it. Um, 100%. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, it's not much I can really say. Like the the show. Like I, I don't think uh, this is me being extremely big headed again. Um, but not like you. Personally, I don't think that we've ever had a quote unquote bad show. I don't think we've ever had a show where we've like went. Oh, we could have done like every match better. <laughs> you know, like every yeah. every single match we put on has a story. It tells something. Like, it has purpose. It's not just like, right, book this person just because, just because. Yeah. And then Every, we'll figure out what to do later. Exactly. Even, like, even yeah. someone, like, we had Simon Miller on the last show. And it it made sense to have someone, like, as big as him on the show and throw yeah. him at, at Shreddy. Because... Uh, We've just got like this amazing story playing out where Shreddy is just this absolute beast, and we need people to try and stop him. And you get someone as credible as Simon Miller, who was—I've just got to say this—Simon Miller, an absolute goddamn gentleman backstage. Like, oh yes, so so nice, honestly. From the moment I, I shook his hand before I even knew I was—I was part of the team running it. He was just always just dead nice to me and. Mm-hmm. Even nicer when I, when you found out I was part of the team I was running it as well. But honestly, just such a such a gentleman. So, but no, just it's even nicer when he found out. <laughs> Maybe because oh, I you told him a bit more. After oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe because I told him a bit more after he found out. But um, he's yeah, honestly yeah, yeah. such such a nice man. Such such a nice man. Couldn't couldn't fault him at all. From the moment he turned up to the moment he left, it was just. I couldn't say a bad word about him. To be fair. Yeah, he did. He, he was uh, very very. Um... I got the sense that he was less like every time I didn't speak to him much because I had stuff to do like get my stuff set up and all that stuff but whenever I did speak to him it sounded like it was as if I had his full attention like yeah he actually has uh. time for everybody he speaks to and it, it, that's a testament to the match that him and Shreddy put on it was such a good match I mean yeah when he speared Shreddy the crowd just yeah. went crazy that was that was the moment for me in that match when when he hit that spear and the crowd came up for it. It's just like you know, it's just the full package, isn't it? When you've got someone uh-huh. that nice who can do that oh. in the ring, who can get that reaction, it's like is everything you ever a promoter would ever want. And also speaking of like um, put putting on a good show, next generation, what? Yes. Okay, these yes. two lads are young hungry up-and-coming talents they have they had never performed in front of a crowd of that size before every time never i spoke performed in a in a proper show before either that was the first show well, that, yeah, had yeah, yeah. that wasn't a trainee show the proper proper show and as i said to them backstage with sonia in throwing them in the deep end with the crowd where i think we had about 220 people i think our attendance was so if you're gonna go in you're gonna go thrown in the defense I, th- I think it, the final count was 223. I could be wrong. But that's, that's. Like, before I keep going with de- Next Generation. What a problem to have, by the way. We ran out of chairs. Yeah, we were literally scraping at every chair we could find. Someone was be seated somewhere, but honestly, we like, just Frankenstein the chairs together. 
the, the fact that like, the venue has like all these chairs that are just downstairs they live there like it's it's the standard stereotypical you know working men's club chair and yeah. then we had to go scrimping around, like, wait, wait, where can we get more chairs? And we found, like, we found some steel chairs, like wrestling steel chairs, in a in a back closet upstairs. Yeah. We're like, right, take every single one of these downstairs. It got to the point where in the in the room that we use as the locker room, they had these, like, really fancy wicker chairs with lovely cushions <laughs> on them. And we're like, get them downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. need these more than the wrestlers do. Get them downstairs. <laughs> I remember, I was backstage. I got, I got changed on the floor. Yeah, I put my stuff on the floor and got changed on the floor because I'd rather a paying person had my chair than than me put my bag on it. So. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, next generation faced that so raven, and um, I, I, I can't, I can't say enough good things about uh, Wesley Isaac and uh, Ollie, Ollie Atkins. I keep, I keep going to call him Ollie Watkins for some reason. <laughs> Ollie, if you're listening, stick a W at the beginning of your name, just for my benefit. Um, <laughs> but they put such such effort into that match and like, I'm not going to lie, they looked so comfortable doing it uh, speaking to them afterwards they weren't but, but <laughs> they definitely didn't show it they definitely definitely didn't show it nah, nah, nah. Um, and i just want to point out that they have a very 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 convincing uh tag team combination that i saw it and went yep that's uh that's definitely a a finisher <laughs> yeah no definitely definitely do I, I need to ask them next time i see them i need to ask them what they're calling that because uh, it's devastating. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a, yes. a backstabber in it was spinning reverse STO. It was just incredible. Like uh, for, for anybody who doesn't know what a spinning reverse STO is, it's like a sister Abigail. Yeah. Was uh it looked looked so good. And then we had, you know, that's a Raven who are the the fractures came to fruition on this show. And uh we don't yeah. know where it's going. Wink wink. We don't know where it's going. <laughs> Um, but I will say that uh, Ry- uh, Ryan Rude, he's not called R-Squared anymore, I don't think. Um, no, I believe he's, he's denounced that name. Yeah, I think he made that uh, abundantly clear just with the use of, uh, of uh, two very particular fingers on his hands. Um, yes, yes, he made. <laughs> he told the, uh, the, prime, the prime crowd what he thought of them. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I saw, so I saw him do that. I saw him flip flip off the crowd. And I just went... In my head, obviously. I didn't see it on comedy. I was like, is he allowed to do that? And I went backstage afterwards to Nick. And I was like, so... Uh, flipping the finger. And Nick went, yeah, we can have one per show. I was like, oh, for, great, thank you. Cool. Just, just to confirm. Yeah, he said the same thing to me. Because as soon as I saw Ryan do that, I turned to Nick and go, yeah, what do we do here? And he goes, yeah, it's fine. I will say to, okay. uh, to 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 peel back the curtain uh, just a just a smidge. Uh, back when we were having um, this is a long time ago. Back when I was having uh, production meetings with uh, the former head of PWE, Paulie C. We were like, "What? Like, how how can we push the boat out just a little bit? Like, what what can we do here and there?" Um, and he says, "Well, when it comes to swearing, 
I think anything that appears on the TV show Friends can appear on our show. And I was like, makes sense. Yep. Why not? Yeah. It's good enough for Friends. It's good enough for Prime. Exactly. Official Friends of the show, Friends. And we'll stick by that rule. I think the only other match that we're missing is uh, is Tommy Zane versus Martin Kirby for the PWE Heavyweight Championship. And you know what? Technical masterpiece, that. Yep. Do you know what? They put on a good good technical masterclass there. Um... It occurred to me halfway through their match mm-hmm. that we've that on Prime, we've never actually seen like like a good old-fashioned wrestling match where, like, you no. know, starts collar and elbow tight. Like, I, I don't think those two let go of each other for the first five minutes of the match. They were just on each other the entire time. And I, I just want to say hats off to Tommy Zane. First time you ever won a match without cheating, I think. Um, <laughs> I believe so, actually, or, yeah. Didn't or, think about or without, that. Yeah, yeah without, without the help of any of your Apex buddies. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think Tommy Zane did a very, a very fantastic job. And to hang with someone like Martin Kirby, yeah. what an absolute statement. Yeah, 100%. Especially, Kirby got into the ring uh, last show and he was going to win that belt. Um, he, he was just determined. He came in, as I say, didn't let go of Zayn. Zayn didn't let go of him for the first few minutes. And you could tell the determination in both guys' eyes that both of them wanted that belt. And uh, it, it showed in the, in the match. It was, you, when you think of British wrestling, that's what I think of British wrestling. As a technical I think they kicked each like other that. in the face about 20 times as well. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. I'm not gonna lie, Zayn has an incredible drop kick. Like I'm oh, talking, I'm talking. It goes like Okada, Randy Orton, Tommy Zayn. <laughs> 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 like he is maybe. Do you remember Paul London? Yes, I do. I remember him. Do you remember when he he used to do drop kicks with a backflip? He called it a drop salt. Yes, I remember that. Zayn is, like, just about ready to hit that. <laughs> like, if he just just switched the rotation slightly, he could totally do a drop salt, because his drop kicks so. are just picture perfect. I reckon so. But uh, I think, I also said, I think during, I definitely said this during commentary, Tommy Zayn hit about 20 clotheslines in that match, so Martin Kirby's ch- chest and neck must have been... <laughs> a bit sore oh, the next day because I was I think I said on commentary I went I think if he hits one more time with a clothesline it becomes his signature move <laughs> <laughs> he hits so it was, many he was proper racing Martin Kirby with the uh, with those clotheslines and it, do you know it's back to one of those things if it's not broken don't fix it and they were working exactly so yeah um, no spoiler I mean if you if you were obviously at the show you know, you know what happened, um, and that's the best way to experience Prime right now. But we will be, we are working very hard to get those shows out to you in some yes. form, whether that be on an internet service like YouTube or whatever, or a television show. Uh, we're, we're trying our hardest. Um, mm-hmm. It's just actually like getting everything together and uh, like wrapping it up with a neat little package and a bow on top and then sending it out. It will happen eventually, but. Um, uh, as of right now, we, we don't actually know when, unfortunately, unfortunately. But as soon as we do, you guys will be the first to find out. Exactly, exactly. And this is the best place to find out, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening to this show. Yes, definitely. 
Oh, that was such a natural plug. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was great, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to pop myself so much on this show. Honestly, there's no bigger fan of me than me just saying. Yeah. <laughs> nicely fit that in, mate. Nicely fit that in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But that was last month. This yeah. is this month. Actually, no, wait. No, 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 no. Let's not do that first. Let's not do that first. Mr. Oh, Ryan Ace. That's me. Why don't you properly... <laughs> half an hour into the bloody show. Why don't you... <laughs> Properly and formally, you dress super formally. I, I assume we aren't doing this over video call. I assume that you're wearing a suit. Uh, I don't know. You might have a, a suit style loungewear. You you probably <laughs> have the money to do that. Um, you know me. Why don't you tell the, the the lovely people at home what it is, what your role at Prime is, and what you do on a day to day basis for Prime? I know it's probably a lot more than what I do. Um, so yeah, the the floor is yours, my friend. Yep, so, uh, yeah, Ryan Ace, I've been involved in Prime as long as Jake and Nick has as well. Um, I unofficially dubbed myself, and you, to be funny, Jake, to, to Nick, as me and you are the executive vice presidents of Prime. And uh, <laughs> I, take, I know it means nothing at the moment, but I take that very seriously. Um, so, behind the scenes... So, wait, hang on, um, hang on. What does that make, yes. Nick? He, that makes him the president CEO. Okay, so he is he is the CEO... Um, can I can I be uh, can I change my title to TWSS applicationist? Don't know what that means, but sure, why not? It means that's what she said. <laughs> yep, let's do that then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as no, you um, said, as you were saying. Yes, yes. So back back to the script. Uh, <laughs> we um so behind the scenes of Prime. Um, mainly on the day today, uh, myself and Jake and Nick are involved in in the running of the show. So. Uh, we'll get together the meetings and we'll put the shows together. Um, most recently we've started doing it in, in bulk, so we'll, we'll book a few shows at the time and I'll give my opinions as does Jake and Nick. Um, and we'll put some matches together. Some ideas are good, some ideas not so good, but you get there with everything. Um, as well as that, uh, the show days are involved in setting up the show, so I help put the show up, take the show down. Um, put the chairs out when need be, and I've also taken a firm grasp of our front of house and merchandise. Um, so all the merchandise and the tickets, people come through the door. Um, I've very kindly fobbed my family off on that, so I've got my mum, my dad, and my brother, my granddad, and most recently my girlfriend, all helping out on the door. So have you ever seen a Prime show? Say hi to the front of house staff, because they work very hard. <laughs> yeah, the Ace family are very much uh very involved in in prime wrestling and we cannot uh we cannot thank them enough because honestly the the, f the few shows that we did without them uh that was a nightmare <laughs> yeah so the first few shows we, we, we had a look and we needed to see what we could improve on prime and what needed to be fixed and i noticed instantly that the front of house needed to be massively overhauled um all part of the learning curve of course because none of us had found a promotion before um, yeah, of course. Of so course. as soon as I saw that, I thought I need to get someone experienced in, someone who knows, like who can get in fact is going to help us out, and that I can trust for hardly my mum. So <laughs> <laughs> I went home that night, and um, my parents were at, were at the show, the first few shows that we did, um, and I'd be said to them, "Do you want to do the merchandise front of house?" And I said, it's all yours, any ideas you've got. Um, so I've been instrumental in putting together the, the merchandise and how 
the raffles and tombolas and the ticket sales work coming that um, I do a lot of stuff behind that and make sure everything runs smoothly, uh, as smooth as the front of house can, can run. Um, yeah, what else do I do? <laughs> yeah, also, um, <laughs> um, Nick, of course, is solely, is not solely responsible, but he is responsible for uh, booking the talent. But there are a few times I also do book talent. Um, I've mm-hmm. booked the ring announcers, uh, some of the wrestlers, so I do contact a few of the wrestlers and book talent. Yeah, I mean, you and Nick have like have different dynamics, different uh, connections to different people, so it, it makes sense that he can book certain people with like a certain amount of swing, and you can do the same thing with, like, because you know, over the years he's sort of like built up different partnerships with different uh, people that you've met over the years. Um, I don't yeah. have that. I, I don't have that. I'm I'm very much uh, I'm still a baby in this industry. I think uh, not including lockdowns, not including pandemics and all that stuff. I think I've only been in the industry for like two years. Um, and most of that was just me training. So, you know, yeah. you've, you've definitely got the life experience uh, when it comes Thanks, to wrestling. Man. And you're still like 12 years old. <laughs> True. Not far off. I was thinking about it the other day because I've now been in, in wrestling for about five years now, including the pandemics. Um which is scary to me. Uh, five, yeah, five. Seventeen years old when I first started, and now I'm turning twenty-three in July. So, oh my God, you're only twenty-three, man. I know, man. Honestly, I'm old now. <laughs> my only saving grace you know, is that I kind of look twenty-three. So you know. <laughs> you do, to be fair, you do. But um, yeah, so yeah, I've, I've got thirty this year. Anyways. Oh God, that's scary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, yeah, I use the connections I've got and I book the talent that I, I can book and then say with everything else to do front of house, booking the show, running the show, away in my ideas. Um, yeah, I'm also heavily, not heavily involved, semi-involved in ring as well. So I'm on, on screen in the ring with my with my wrestling character and my, my good friend, Liston Ross, who's an absolute dream to work with. That's one to bring him Boost. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> complete unit so yeah that's um that's my main involvement in prime i also do a lot of show running as well any messages that need to be passed on to dressers to merch to ring crew um i I, can, can I, I just gotta say this i was gonna say this is this is the difference this is the difference between, this is why ryan ace is cut from a different cloth ryan just spent the last five minutes talking about everything that he does behind the scenes of pwe and then spent one second talking about what he does in the ring <laughs> <laughs> it's like I do all this stuff and I'm really proud of it and I also kind of wrestle sometimes um. <laughs> yeah the thing is I've, I've always said since I started that I'd, I'd love to wrestle on the show which I'm very fortunate I've got the privilege to do but at the same time if there's no show to wrestle on then what's the point exactly. and I understand that exactly. Prime is bigger than than us it's bigger than me bigger than you bigger than Nick bigger than anyone it's it's yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. got to put the egos aside. A hundred percent. Everyone's got to put the egos aside and just focus on building the company. Um, exactly. And that's that's what I love to do. I feel absolutely having a blast. I mean, I've been doing a lot of documenting our shows, our attendance, our profits, our losses. I've got a spreadsheet on all the wins and loss records in case you ever need it. Uh, <laughs> so it's coming sure handy recently. Joking. It has indeed. It has indeed. I know you've been you've used that service. Um, I mean, yeah, not that's... only that, but we, we looked at it the other day and we're like, hang on, there's a match here. <laughs> yes, yes, we did actually. 
or you did, shall I say? You you noticed that before before anyone else did. Um, which made it's us just my brain. I just it's it's just my five head, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have a yeah. forehead. My brain is so big; it has to be a five head. Um, before we move on <laughs> slightly, um, before we move on, I just there is one major thing that we forgot about the last show. Can you remember okay. what it is? Is it Nikki Star. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you're missing Nikki, we haven't forgot about you. We were just saving it for a special moment for you. Exactly. Yeah. Nikki Star. Well, first of all, well done. Second of all, yes. rest in peace. <laughs> yes. God. God bless him. Um, Getting in the ring that, with uh, people that are significantly bigger than him. Well done. Yes. Yes. God. God bless him. He came out wanting to do an open challenge last show, um, of which I accepted or on behalf of my company Ace Corp. Um, I did not wrestle him. My Ace Corp's head of human resources, uh, Liston Ross, wrestled him. And I, absolutely- I, I just have to, I just have to commend you on that title for yes. head of human resources, because thank you. I've never heard a more ominous title for someone like Liston Ross. <laughs> Because like you could, you could have called him you know head of security you know that that's yeah. that's a very tried and tr- a very tried and true trope in wrestling like oh this is my head of security no no head of human resources <laughs> you have a problem human resources will deal with that <laughs> that's exactly my thought my thought was because I was gonna I'm gonna start cutting promos not gonna spoil anything but I've got ideas for cutting promos and um, within an Ace Corp business sense. My idea was I was just going to go verbally abuse everyone and say, if you've got an issue, take it up with HR. And no one would want to take it yes! up with HR. <laughs> yes, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And I thought, yeah. as you say, it could be security. It could be my bodyguard. Everyone does that. But he's going to be my head of human resources. And I can confirm that Ace Corp has not one single complaint since appointing him head of human resources. That's good to know. That's good to know. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I have no idea why that you would ever have any complaints. Uh, any exactly. regardless, I'm sure. I'm sure, Ace Corp is a very uh, is a very um, fine place to work. I'm not entirely sure what Ace Corp does, um, but and you know that's not for me to know. That's not for me to know. That's 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 your business. Uh, please don't send this exactly. to my house. Um, exactly. And don't forget, I know where you live now. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh God, that's annoying. <laughs> um, so. We've uh, yeah we've got a show coming up. Uh, hopefully this show will be out um, on the first. Uh, uh, that's tomorrow's date, right? Yes, the first. Hopefully this show will be out on the first of April, twenty twenty-two, um, and we have a show the next day after that. Uh, so yeah, this this we've we've very much been lax with this show. I've been lax with this show because I've had again. Uh, life outside of wrestling, which is uh, sucks. I yeah. wish wrestling could be my life, but, but alas, it is not. Um, so, uh, Ryan, do you have ourselves a match card for this upcoming show? I do indeed, Mr. Gray. I do indeed. Ooh. For the 2nd of April, 2022. In no, In particular, no order. particular order. There we go. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so, we've got... Um, TSR, that's a raving, or at least what's what's left of them in um, the the tattered ruins of that's a raving. The tattered ruins of that's a raving. I the uh, 
J-Glow and um, the other one. It's DJ CJ, that's the one. <laughs> the other one! <laughs> the other one. DJ CJ and uh, J-Glow will take on um team of The Good Times. Now, Ooh. I must admit, I am not 100% familiar with this team, but Nick speaks highly of them. And if Nick says they're good, then I am looking forward to seeing what these guys can do. Um, and then they're facing TSR, so TSR's got to pick themselves back up after after last month. And uh, say the good times are coming in to make a, a strong debut for Prime Wrestler. Looking forward to it. Look, at it. Good, no, everybody likes a good tag team match. And if uh, if if hundred percent. And if Nick is the guy who's brought these guys in, you know, we can trust Nick to uh, book a good match. So you know, looking forward to oh, it. Definitely. 100%, 100%. So next up we've got Speak of the Devil, Ace Corp's Head of Human Resources. We've got Liston Ross, who's taking on Battle Ready's Premier Athlete, Ben Wackett. So now we've ben, had we've had Ben Wackett on the show before, and I'm yes. not going to lie, very, very impressed. However, Liston Ross is scary, so... <laughs> yes. So, so Ben... There's a reason why he's he's the standout of, of Battle Ready. He's worked as hard as he can to get into the best shape and the best in status. Last time he was with us, he unfortunately came up with a, a losing effort, unfortunately. But um, he's picked himself back up, got a bit more training in. He's determined to come back. And yeah, God help him, because Ace Corp's not going to hold back. Um, after the last show, I'm expecting big things from Liston Ross, um, the absolute weapon. Um, so when he finally, when him and Ben Wacker meet, of course Ben Wacker's a bit bigger than Nicky Star, but so I understand it's going to be a bit more of a challenge. But I'm no doubt confident that my employee will dispatch of Ben Wacker in an appropriate fashion. Yo, did any of the listeners there notice the change in cadence in Ryan's voice when he said that? <laughs> it went from Ryan Ace, the backstage guy, to Ryan Ace, the on-screen talent, in like a second. That was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course, you've got to uh, differentiate yourself again the day, don't you, Mr. Gray? Oh, the, the lines are blurring too much. It's scary. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Swiftly moving on before I start insulting you. Uh, we have another absolute beast of Prime Wrestling. We have Mickey Limerick taking on Apex member David Lynn. You know what, now, I you, you said speaking of beast, and my mind went somewhere else to a different match, and then you said this to this one, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we have so many beasts. <laughs> we have a lot of beasts, all of them well deserving to exactly yeah to, for that title as well." So Limerick versus David Lynn. Oh my god, yes. they're going to kill each other. <laughs> yes, if um, if anything from Mickey Limerick and Oliver Barrett has anything to say that Mickey is foaming with Apex at the moment and is gonna seemingly tear through them all to get to Tommy Zane. Yeah. Uh, and if anything that's to go by, he's not gonna hold back and from what we've seen from David Lynn, uh, he's not gonna hold back. So when these two clash in the ring, for I believe for the first time I believe, um, it's going to be a war, to say the least. I will say that David Lynn uh, should be put on notice because let's let's not forget why Mickey Limerick has has this match. He he was moments away from becoming PWE Heavyweight Champion. Uh, he was cost that match by Oliver Barrett, 
and uh, now Oliver Barrett is um, injured at the hands of Mickey Limerick. So, David yes. Lynn, watch yo Nick. No doubt that Lynn's going to be fairly confident walking in, but um, he always, he's, I'm guessing he's going to be wear, very wary of that pile driver from Mickey Limerick because I sure as hell would be. It's, it's a terrifying thing. thing. It's a terrifying thing. It, it is. Next up, we have a very special match from our friends at Uproll Championship Wrestling. We have, uh, that I've mentioned before, a New Generation making their return to Prime after an impressive win and an impressive performance last show. For the second match outside a training show, what a match I have as they are facing the UCW Tag Team Champions, the Handsome Men's Club. And the Handsome Men's Club are pushing the UCW Tag Team Championships on the line. So, uh, the first ever tag team title match on a prime show and it's yes it's that's a that's a hell of a that's a hell of a statement that's a hell of a statement to yeah. be to be allowed to have another company's uh tag titles be defended on our show is uh is is a, a big statement and uh and and yeah the other promotions don't do that sort of thing lightly so so thank you very much ucw yes yes we're all me myself Jake and Nick are very appreciative of UCW for allowing us to have their championships defended on our, on our show, so we're all very, very fortunate for that. Um, and say, Handsome Man's Club freshly won the championships not too long ago from um, Arabia Davy and his tag partner, the Govan team, up in Scotland. They're coming in fresh off a win to face uh, the new generation. So that should be a very, very good match. Um, it might be my bias talking here, but uh, my, my my prime bias talking here. But uh, you know, Wait. next generation, uh, you know, bring bring the gold home. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If next generation can do it, of course, they're facing the more experienced team in the Handsome Men's Club. They've been all up and down the countries, um, so they're definitely going to have an uphill battle. But if new generation can can bring the gold home to Prime, then happy days for Prime. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So next up, we have a match I'm very looking forward to. We have the Jacked Stacked Daddy. Who's the Daddy? Versus. <laughs> I love that. Can't not do it. Can I just say, on a side note, that Shreddy has the best entrance music in Prime. Yep. I absolutely love it. Yep. There it is would no not question. be Prime without, without it. No question. <laughs> There's the cornerstones of Prime, and Shreddy and his music is definitely one of those cornerstones. <laughs> it's it's when everybody yeah. hears that "Who's the Daddy," and you just hear the you just see the crowd's face change from like from from like nothing to like oh I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he comes in. He looks great. He's in the best physical shape I think a human being could be in. Mm -hmm. Absolute unit and an absolute specimen. Absolute jacked, stacked specimen. There's <laughs> only so many times you can say daddy on a broadcast, isn't there? But, uh, <laughs> daddy. Um, no, I love Shreddy. I think he's great. God help his opponent. His opponent is Ryan Ace's favourite wrestler and the title of his first uh, music single. Well, joke for Jake there. Jonah Phoenix. <laughs> Oh, if nobody knows what that is, oh god, I blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, my personal favorite wrestler, I'll no shame admitting that, Jonah Phoenix. Love him, love his work. Never seen a, him have a bad match. 
uh, makes his yeah. return to Prime. I would just like to point out that Ryan likes him so much that he uh, that he sang over Jonah's entrance music and, uh, you know, yes. like Shawn Michaels style. <laughs> yes, I recorded lyrics for Jonah Phoenix's theme song, which unfortunately to this day have never been used. I am. Yeah, they got lost somehow. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why. Uh, oh, it's strange. Uh, can't be anything to do with my singing because, you know, incredible singer (laughs) (laughs) i will agree with you don't send this and ross to my house (laughs) good um if i'm not mistaken i believe jonah phoenix fought ben wacker last time in a a winning effort if i'm not mistaken uh you're not mistaken yes so jonah coming off a win from a few months ago from uh from ben wacker shreddy coming off uh, a big win from simon miller last show Mm -hmm. and you know, both these men want to make a statement. I think it's one of those things. It's, it's Shreddy's in a position now where he's just—he's he, unstoppable. He's just—if he can get through Simon Miller, then who can stop Shreddy? And Jonah Phoenix wants to cement his place in Prime history by defeating the Jack Stack Daddy. <laughs> so, best of luck to both men. Oh, you keep saying it. <laughs> I love it. It's best. I love it. I also love Shreddy. He's great. And then... Uh, that's going to be a fun match. That is be a fun match. A very, very fun match. We're looking forward to that. And then, of course, we have our main event. For the PWE Heavyweight Championship, we have the reigning and defending champion, Tommy Zane. All right, Paul Heyman. Taking on... (laughs) (laughs) Reigning! (laughs) (laughs) But our reigning and defending champion, Tommy Zane, will be taking on one of Scotland's most talented and athletic wrestlers that I've ever seen in Daz Black. Okay, so this is another one of these guys who we talked about this in the last show, on the last episode. This is one of these guys who has an agreement with gravity where he's just like, okay, yes. um, just ignore me for the next like 20 minutes and we'll be good. So, um, yeah. Honestly, to- talk about contrasting styles, though. Tommy Zane has to go from wrestling a technical master stroke with Martin Kirby mm-hmm. into having to defend from all angles, including above him, with Daz Black. That's good. <laughs> talk about a test. Talk about a test. Honestly, when you're the PWA champion, everyone's going for their belts. You know, it could be, a, as you say, a technical wizard or a high-flying super athlete like Daz Black. Everyone's coming for the belts. You've got to be ready and take on all comers. Definitely, definitely going to be a, a massive contrast to what Tommy Zane's used to on Prime. But if he, if he can prove that he's deserving to be the champion and can get the job done, then you'll definitely, definitely be a victory that he should be proud of, if he can. And if not, Daz Black, what a statement Daz Black would make if he's making his Prime Wrestling debut and can defeat our champion and become the PWE Heritage Champion. I mean, it's stranger things have happened. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, 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 if I'm correct in saying this, uh, Daz Black is actually a champion in his own right in another company. Yes, he, he is, is the he uh, is. Zero G champion of uh, ICW, which uh, you know. Um, all, all I'm saying is, if if he wins the the PWE championship and and takes the title to Scotland and ends up uh, wearing it on an ICW show, that's not, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Just saying, that'd, be, just saying. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. A little bit of free, a little bit of promotion there. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Well, we Prime but, network, but uh, I I will say, 
Daz has his work cut out for him because um, yes, to, to again to peel the curtain back uh, a little bit more. Me, me and Tommy Zane started training. I think uh, two weeks apart. I think I, I started, so, yeah. and then about two weeks later he started. Um, and uh, well, look at us now. Uh, look, look at us now. <laughs> I am the lead commentator of uh, PWE, and he is the PWE heavyweight champion. So uh, do with that information what you will. You know, as soon as he stepped into the wrestling ring, he's just taken that and ran. Yes, he that. has. And the skill he's got is absolutely incredible. He's so, grinded, he's worked his ass off for that. He really has. Amazing shape as well. Especially like uh, with, with lockdown and quarantines in the UK when uh, when COVID was at its highest. I mean, it's just a cold now, apparently. Um, but at the time... A lot of people uh, went one of two ways. They either focused on themselves and tried to get themselves in, uh, in in the best shape of, the, of their lives. And there's some people who uh, went the route of me and uh, ballooned up to the size of an absolute elephant. Um, Tommy Zane was the was the former of those two things. Um, mate, I'm I'm I've only just got under uh, 18 stone. I'm 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 a big guy, um, and it's mostly fat, not muscle. Uh, whereas Tommy Zane. He has absolutely just, he, he shredded himself and, you know, he actually looks mm. like a champion. He looks like someone who could carry a company on his back and he is right now. It pains me to say that because him and, and his Apex buddies are like, you know, just just the worst. So, you know, hats off to Tommy Zane. You've got a challenge, a very big challenge with Daz Black. But, you know, credit where credit's due, you've done a fantastic job. Oh, I will. Course, I will be. I will bleep that swear word. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's uh, he definitely earned the PW Heavyweight Championship. Not so much won it in in the correct way, but he's in the right I mean, champion. I mean, I mean, so here's the here's the thing. He won that match in a multi-man match where there was no disqualifications. So technically. He didn't cheat, but morally, very true. He did. <laughs> very true. Very true. But we all know that technically is the best kind of correct. So you know. Well, I said a moral victory won't get you a championship for it. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. I can test myself if I was in a similar situation. I know I would have done the same. So. Uh, we all know you would have done the same, Ryan. Come on, you would have. <laughs> If, if, if we've we've seen you try to try to buy a victory from people, you you're not above cheating to win a title. Let's just put that out there. Definitely, definitely not. But it's not cheating if the uh, if the opponent comes out twenty five grand richer. So at twenty five grand, it, it doesn't it doesn't look that big, does it? Like that 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 I'm not I'm not I'm not saying size matters or anything like that. But that briefcase was very small, dude. It was very small, but. When you have twenty-five grand worth of fifty-pound notes, it fits very nicely into into it. Um, <laughs> but Leon Slater was very, very stubborn and did not want to accept my offer. Um, I would just yeah. like to point out that he called you out for uh, giving him fake money as well. Can you confirm whether or not that was fake money? I mean, I'm a man. Of, I'm a man of of wealth and of riches, and. My residence is currently in, in Darris Hall, and if you don't know where Darris Hall is, you're not rich enough. Uh, and I run a massive million pound business. Do you think I will take a legit 25 grand into a place like Walker Gate? If he would have accepted, <laughs> I would have wrote him a check. But I just wanted him to see how much he could, he could have won. Like the million pound drop, 
this is how much you could have won, but now we're going to drop it. I would have wrote it back. Uh, that is a that is a fair th- that is a fair point. That is a fair point. Uh, yeah, I would, I probably wouldn't take twenty five grand uh, in the Walker Gate either. Um, but I also don't know what twenty five grand looks like. Um, I'll show you sometime. <laughs> after, right after I slap you. Do, just a quick question: Do you have like a uh, like a like? I'm I'm assuming being in Darius Hall, you you have a uh, you have a basement because why else wouldn't you? Um, do you like have? Like just a dungeon full of coins that you just swim through, ducktail style. <laughs> well, funny enough, I, I was thinking about getting one in stalls, but uh, <laughs> but I decided to go for a vintage wine cellar instead because I do like my good wine with my with my steak, and my chef does a very good job on it on his steak, so I've got to have a good bottle of red with that. Fair, fa- and, fair uh, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But that is not actually a bad idea, Mister Gray. I might buy my neighbor's house and and do exactly that. But I am I am. Uh, Unfortunately, actually, just thinking about it, I can't show you the twenty-five grand because um, somehow I've just been fined from from the UK government for apparently breaching lockdown protocol with the Prime Minister or something like that. Um, so I am a bit short on on that twenty-five grand at the moment, but I still have a vast vast wealth. I can assure you. Wait, hang on. You're saying that you got punished, but the rest of the government didn't. I think you need to get a bit of a refund there, my friend. Well, I, 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 I know. I called up my good friend, my good friend, the, the Vice Honourable Gentleman for the Prime Minister, but uh, I haven't heard anything back yet. So I'm sure in due time, once this is all blown over, I shall be reimbursed. It's just publicity at the moment, isn't it? I'm sure he'll get back to you at some point, man. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure he will. He's just very busy at the moment, I'm sure. But that is the card. That is what we're looking forward to this weekend. Um, it's going to be... Um, if any of the last shows are anything to go by, it's... Uh, it's, it's Oh man, I, 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 I've again big-headed. I, I feel safe in saying that every single time uh, people come to PWE, they walk away entertained, and that's why yep. the company, at the end of the day, was named PWE Prime Wrestling Entertainment. Because as much as people love to say, you know, that wrestling, wrestling should be wrestling. God damn it! As much as people love to say that, at the end of the day, it is entertainment. It is what people want. To, people want to see. A show where they are entertained. If everybody went yeah. in the ring and just put on a technical masterstroke, I'm not gonna lie, everybody would go home bored because every match would be the same. Yeah. But every match yeah, for us is completely different. There's never, ever, ever a carbon copy of the same thing. Like just look, just look at Tommy Zane for that. For that, every single match he's done has been completely different. He changes it up every mm-hmm. single time, and I'm gonna guess. I don't know why got a sneaking suspicion this next match with Daz Black is going to be just as different it's going to be insane yeah insane it's going to be absolutely incredible the whole show just looking at the card now I'm very very excited for Saturday at the time of recording the 2nd of April um it should be a great show again as you say everyone leaves entertained um that's the whole point I am the biggest wrestling fan in the world you know that um Mm -hmm. everything I, I like to do is from 1980s NWA, but I can definitely confirm there's every bit of everything for, for everyone. If you like technical wrestling, last year we had Martin Kirby and Tommy Zane put on technical masterclass, as well as others, of course. Um, but we also have like TSR, who, who, the kids absolutely love TSR. We've definitely, definitely got something for everyone at, uh, at Prime. And exactly. if you've never been to a show before, you've got to get yourself along, and I can guarantee you, you'll have a great time. Most definitely. And don't forget this weekend. If you're listening to this at the right time, obviously. If you're not listening to it at the right time, kind of falls on deaf ears. However, 
<laughs> this weekend is WrestleMania. Start your wrestle. Yes. Oh, I said wrestle. Start your WrestleMania weekend off right and get yourselves down to Prime Wrestling Entertainment at the Jubilee Club in Walkergate. It is an incredible, incredible atmosphere. And that's on you guys, the listeners. That's on you guys. Even the cameramen and the announcers get into the, the crowd. It, it's it's so good. It's so good. Um, but yeah, start your WrestleMania weekend off right. Exactly. And to say, if it wasn't for you guys, there would be no Prime. So I thank you for everyone listening, supporting Prime through the podcast, through social media, through attending the shows. Everything's greatly appreciated that you're, that you're doing for Prime. And say, we're hoping to provide entertainment, quality wrestling for, for years to come for you guys, because it's what we love to do. Exactly. And speaking of the podcast, I cannot thank you guys enough because I um, I uploaded the show uh got it sent out to the the facebook group and i was you know i wasn't really expecting all that much um it was episode one and yet we charted in the uk charts on apple podcasts we we were amongst some of the greatest wrestlers to ever start a podcast like seeing our show right next to people like Corey graves and Cornette was very weird so thank you (laughs) from the bottom of our hearts Thank you for uh, making episode one of the show such a success. My inbox ended up inundated with with uh, podcast companies reaching out to do stuff with us. Um, I, I haven't reached back because I've, I've never heard of them. But, you know, it's a start. <laughs> I remember I remember the last Prime show, you came, I came to you, as I always do, to greet you. And you were so excited. You whipped out your laptop and went, look at this, look at this. And you showed me all the podcasts that were our rankings, where we listed, where we peaked and... I just couldn't believe it for episode one, how much traction we had, how much it blew up. So I want to say as well, thank you very much for everyone who listened to episode one with Jake and Nick. And uh, so I'm going to show you many more episodes to come. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, speaking of episodes of the podcast, uh, hopefully episode three will not be too far around the corner. I know we've had like a month between this one. Um, but uh, there's a reason for that. It's because, you know, life, uh, life happens, you know. Um, but I do want to touch on one thing very quickly. Um, episode three of uh, Primed and Ready will be uh, slightly different from episodes one and two. But episode three will not touch very much on what happened on the last show, uh, which will be this upcoming show. Um, it will that will be saved for episode four. Um, episode three is unfortunately it's not an episode that we want to make, but it's an episode that we have to make. Um, we'll shed more light on that when the episode comes out, but. Um, yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a topic that we uh, that we need to talk about because it's a it's a it's a it's a topic that uh, that has been being avoided, uh, especially in the wrestling industry, for uh, a, a mm-hmm. bit too long. So we're gonna try and shed some light on some things, and uh, hopefully we can uh, make our stance on certain things known. I'm trying to be as vague as possible, uh, but yeah, that's that basically episode three will be a little bit different from everything that we've done here today and in episode one um but uh, we will return to the regularly scheduled shenanigans in episode four um but until then until then ryan do you have any final words just gonna say thank you jake for having me on i've actually had a, a blast being on i absolutely love this um and say thank you to everyone who's who's currently listening or is has finished the podcast and has listened um thank you very much and hopefully we'll see you all at, uh, at a prime show and if you see any of us at prime come over and say hi yeah i'm sure ryan will definitely shake your hand 
I will definitely most not probably, but uh, <laughs> I'll I'll let Liston Ross shake your hand because uh, HR head of human resources is, is very good at that. I'll definitely I'll I'll I won't shake your hand. I'll give you a full on hug. There you go. I will allow that. I'll allow that just because it's too Jake. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you all at the show. And if not, we will see you on the next episode of Primed and Ready, the official PWE podcast. And that's where I cue in the uh, the bit where it's like, give us five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Sick. And yeah, this is that part now. Thank you all for listening. Your hosts today were Ryan Ace and me, Mr. Jake Gray. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. I've made sure that we're on pretty much every service out there. If you could leave us a five-star review on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, yes, you can actually rate shows on Spotify now, please do so. It really helps boost the show out to more people, and the more people that listen is more potential people coming to Prime Wrestling Entertainment shows, meaning that we can continue to bring you high-quality wrestling entertainment. To get the latest news on all things PWE, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Prime Wrestling and on Facebook at Prime Wrestling Entertainment. Tickets for shows are available right now on primewrestling.co.uk. Thank you very much for listening and thank you all for being primed and ready.